Section five of Child Harold's Pilgrimage, Canto four. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Alan Wayman. Child Harold's Pilgrimage by George Gordon, Lord Byron, Canto the fourth, stanzas seventy-eight to ninety-three. O Rome, my country, city of the soul, the orphans of the heart must turn to thee, lone mother of dead empires, and control in their shut breasts their petty misery. What are our woes and sufferance? Come and see the cypress, hear the owl, and plod your way o'er steps of broken thrones and temples, ye whose agonies are evils of a day a world is at our feet as fragile as our clay the niobe of nations there she stands childless and crownless in her voiceless woe an empty urn within her withered hands whose holy dust was scattered long ago the scipio's tomb contains no ashes now the very sepulchres lie tenantless of their heroic dwellers dost thou flow old tiber through a marble wilderness rise with thy yellow waves and mantle her distress the goth the christian time war flood and fire have dwelt upon the seven-hilled city's pride she saw her glories star by star expire and up the steep barbarian monarchs ride where the car climbed the capitol far and wide temple and tower went down nor left a sight chaos of ruins who shall trace the void or the dim fragments cast a lunar light and say here was or is where all is doubly night the double night of ages and of her night's daughter ignorance hath wrapped and wrap all round us we but feel our way to err the ocean hath its chart the stars their map and knowledge sets them on her ample lap but rome is as the desert where we steer stumbling o'er recollections now we clap our hands and cry eureka it is clear when but some false mirage of ruin rises near alas the lofty city and alas the trebly hundred triumphs and the day when brutus made the dagger's edge surpass the conqueror's sword in bearing fame away alas for tully's voice and virgil's lay and livy's pictured page but these shall be her resurrection all beside decay alas for earth for never shall we see that brightness in her eye she bore when rome was free o thou whose chariot rolled on fortune's wheel triumphant sulla thou who didst subdue thy country's foes ere thou wouldst pause to feel the wrath of thy own wrongs or reap the dew of hoarded vengeance till thine eagles flew o'er prostrate asia thou who with thy frown annihilated senates 
roman too with all thy vices for thou didst lay down with an atoning smile a more than earthly crown the dictatorial wreath couldst thou divine to what would one day dwindle that which made thee more than mortal and that so supine by aught than romans rome should thus be laid she who was named eternal and arrayed her warriors but to conquer she who veiled earth with her haughty shadow and displayed until the o'ercanopied horizon failed her rushing wings o oh, she who was almighty hailed sulla was first of victors but our own the sagest of usurpers cromwell he too swept off senates while he hewed the throne down to a block immortal rebel see what crimes it costs to be a moment free and famous through all ages but beneath his fate the moral lurks of destiny his day of double victory and death beheld him win two realms and happier yield his breath the third of the same moon whose former course had all but crowned him on the self-same day deposed him gently from his throne of force and laid him with the earth's preceding clay and showed not fortune thus how fame and sway and all we deem delightful and consume our souls to compass through each arduous way are in her eyes less happy than the tomb were they but so in man's how different were his doom and thou dread statue yet existent in the austerest form of naked majesty thou who beheldest mid the assassin's din at thy bathed base the bloody caesar lie folding his robe in dying dignity an offering to thine altar from the queen of gods and men great nemesis did he die and thou too perish pompey have ye been victors of countless kings or puppets of a scene and thou the thunder-stricken nurse of rome she-wolf whose brazen-imaged dugs impart the milk of conquest yet within the dome where as a monument of antique art thou standest mother of the mighty heart which the great founder sucked from thy wild teat scorched by the roman jove's ethereal dart and thy limbs blacked with lightning dost thou yet guard thine immortal cubs nor thy fond charge forget thou dost but all thy foster babes are dead the men of iron and the world hath reared cities from out their sepulchres men bled in imitation of the things they feared and fought and conquered and the same course steered at apish distance but as yet none have nor could the same supremacy have neared save one vain man who is not in the grave but vanquished by himself to his own slaves a slave the fool of false dominion and a kind of bastard caesar following him of old with steps unequal for the roman's mind was modelled in a less terrestrial mould with passions fiercer 
yet a judgment cold and an immortal instinct which redeems the frailties of a heart so soft yet bold alcides with the distaff now he seemed at cleopatra's feet and now himself he beamed and came and saw and conquered but the man who would have tamed his eagles down to flee like a trained falcon in the gallic van which he in sooth long led to victory with a deaf heart which never seemed to be a listener to itself was strangely framed with but one weakest weakness vanity coquettish in ambition still he aimed at what can he avouch or answer what he claimed and would be all or nothing nor could wait for the sure grave to level him few years had fixed him with the caesars in his fate on whom we tread for this the conqueror rears the arch of triumph and for this the tears and blood of earth flow on as they have flowed an universal deluge which appears without an ark for wretched man's abode and ebbs but to reflow renew thy rainbow god what from this barren being do we reap our senses narrow and our reason frail life short and truth a gem which loves the deep and all things weighed in custom's falsest scale opinion an omnipotence whose veil mantles the earth with darkness until right and wrong are accidents and men grow pale lest their own judgments should become too bright and their free thoughts be crimes and earth have too much light end of section five